Good morning and welcome. It's another episode of the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, May the 11th. I'm Joe Jaquent, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Decade number three of, well, putting things away that not only will protect you against the destruction of the wealth of the United States, but it's also a place where only you know where it's at. Talking about gold and silver, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. You know, all the news, make it part of your favorites, the podcast, the Facebooks, the Twitters, you name it. It's out there. I have a program announcement. In Arizona, the flu is going around. And I'll call it the stomach flu, which uh, my youngest son has acquired and has spent now the better part of the last two days. uh, It's an upper stomach flu, right? So he's been throwing up for two days straight. And from what we we know about it, it's gone through his basketball team. I think uh, one of Arlene's boys has it as well. This is a kind of like yesterday. How do you go bankrupt gradually at first and then suddenly? This thing kind of hits you suddenly. I can tell you right now, I'm feeling under the weather. So if all of a sudden, there's just nothing. You hear like a weird noise and then dead air. That's probably me uh, trying to make it to the bathroom. So I've already prepared. Ramon and Cody, they're ready for it. Uh, They're on their toes. I don't know. Uh, I do have superpower. And I am hoping that I'm able to fight this thing off. Uh, but if for whatever reason you you get a repeat tomorrow, it'll be because it got me. So hopefully I'll be able to finish this show and do tomorrow's show. But if not, uh, you you will know why. Uh, you know what are you gonna do? That's just how life goes sometimes. Oh, it's so funny. My my kid has a little flair for the Jermaine. Now. He has thrown up, like I said, for almost two days straight. It's kind of gross. Well, it is gross. But last night, he was too tired to walk. So he was crawling <laughs> into his bed from the, the bathroom. I thought that was kind of... I hope that doesn't happen. He has lost 10 pounds, so it could be a great weight loss thing. Uh, you know, maybe they should do that. Hey, we're just going to give you the flu here and you'll lose weight real quick. Uh, we could be Maybe it'll be a cheaper way to go. You won't even have to exercise. Uh, but nonetheless, that is what's happening with me uh, and let's hope that it doesn't happen. Having said that, uh, gold's up again today, silver's up again today. Big, you know, I shouldn't say big news, but more bad news out of the retailers. Uh, Macy's was an absolute disaster. Kohl's was not much better. Both of them, year over year, sales declines again. Uh, something like nine straight quarters in a row. But Macy's was by far the worst of the two. And now they're saying that Macy's, just Macy's alone, 
probably needs to close another hundred more stores. And and really, quite honestly, that's not enough. You know, Macy's pro- after all the closings that they're, they've done, they still have like seven hundred of them. My guess is they probably need like three hundred. And same thing with Kohl's and all the rest. Could you imagine? Just start thinking about all of these retailers. And then start imagining a world where half of them are gone. So as you're driving to your your job or you're driving to pick up the kids or you're driving to go to the store, just start thinking about it. What's going to happen when half of these stores are all out of business? I don't think there's, I don't know what you do with them, but uh, that, that's got Wall Street upset. They're not in a very good mood about it. It was much worse than expected. The other piece of economic data was the uh, inflation data. The consumer price index rose much more than expected. Uh, food and energy led the way, but they don't like to count that. But even the core, you know, the Federal Reserve's favorite core inflation numbers, none of which you can actually live on, uh, also rose much more than, than expected. The stagflation talk is back. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. This is what is going to happen. You just can't print, print into oblivion and expect that things aren't going to cost more, and that's exactly what's happened. And then I know a lot of people are are upset about the Obamacare debate. Three states now are already have already gotten requests from the health insurers for 2018. And these are going to start coming in over the next uh, 60 days or so. All of the states are going to get the request from the insurance companies. Uh, remember last year, just a huge spike, but they said, hey, that's It'll level off. It's it's going to level off after that. Apparently not going to happen. At least the early clues of health insurance prices in the affordable care marketplace could be jumping again next year. I'm going to give you the, the state, and I'm going to give you the percentages, and then maybe Janet Yellen can tell us how there's no inflation. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. That was good. Suddenly, everybody, suddenly. That's how it happens. See, and that's the thing about, you know, being prepared. You have to be prepared because unlike a lot of uh, the events, well, even when they give you notice, I think like Hurricane Katrina, right? Everybody, it's coming. It's going to be the storm of the century. Nobody went anywhere. And then suddenly there was trouble. Uh, Make sure you take the time. And get that wealth insurance put away, uh, you know. And we're t- we're talked uh, a lot about this year has been the year of the declining premiums. Uh, this is uh, yesterday. I kind of told you yesterday. Kind of felt like the bottom was in, and and today at least we're having some follow through. 
to the upside again today. The biggest thing is, and this is happening, I got word today, I know for me our business is is, is probably up about 300% in the first 10 days of May, uh, and, and this is really starting to happen uh, across the board. Everybody's uh, premiums are starting to rise. Again, they're still at pretty low levels, uh, but make sure you take the time and and put some more away. Add to your portfolio if you haven't started yet. Do it now, uh, because like I said, you're you're you're, you're talking about uh, even on the twenties today. Twenties are thirteen hundred and ten dollars today. Uh, you know, gold's twelve hundred twenty-five. So you're still talking about eighty-five dollars over spot, which you know. I'll, most of the time, that's right around my cost. So, a uh, great opportunity to still pick up product here at 800 951 The inflation data, uh, both the PPI and the CPI, were up half of a percent. And, you know, if that happened every single month, you'd have an inflation number of six. Now, I don't think it's going to happen every month to that extent, uh, but close. And actually, when you think about it, that's probably like the real number. <laughs> because they take the food and energy, they don't count any of that, right? All the things you actually need to live on doesn't count. Uh, but now we're starting to get a picture of what health care costs are going to do for next year. The first four states to announce proposed rates in recent days revealed that insurers are seeking double-digit increases, in most cases far exceeding the average 25% jump for the most popular groups in last year's plan. The sharp rise further fueled by the Republican rally you cried to repeal the listen. The law doesn't, it works. It just didn't work the way they said. It works in this regard. Hey, we'll create a marketplace and we will sell you insurance. As long as you understand the cost of that insurance, is not going to be affordable for anybody that needs to use it. I mean, it's just that simple. I wish it was different, I do. And it's great if everything you got from the thing was subsidized, then it's great, right? If you went in there and said, listen, I'm so poor that I get it for free, you don't care. You don't. Hey, I don't care, it goes up 25%, 30%, 40%. 60%, what do I care? It's free. But for everybody else, and, and really, you know, when you think about it, at least half the people in there, yes, it's subsidized, but it's not free. Right? In other words, okay, maybe it was supposed to be 400 bucks a month, but they're going to pay for half of it. It's 200 bucks a month. Well, now all of a sudden... If it's 600 bucks a month, right? Are you going to have to pay 400 bucks or 300 bucks? Either way, it's going to cost more and it's going to cost apparently 
a lot more. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee sent a letter out on Tuesday saying, get ready, we're going to need a big increase in what we're going to be charging everybody in the state of Tennessee. Uh, The largest insurer, Mid-Atlantic, is requesting an average increase of 52% in Maryland, 21.5% in Virginia. Oh, and by the way, 40% increase for anybody on the HMO plant. <laughs> Which is most people, right? The HMO is the the one where you, you just, they tell you which doctors you can pick. Uh, yeah, so 40% there. Uh, they say that uh, in Virginia, uh, of they had 11 insurers. They're now down to seven. By the way, I don't know if you saw Anthem insured. They have pulled out completely. They said they will participate in no plans. Uh, next year anywhere in any state. Uh, or not, well, I don't know if it was the anthem. I may have used the wrong term. I forget. I'll, I'll, get, I'll make sure I get the right one. But somebody yesterday just pulled out completely. Uh, the largest insurer wants a hike of 38%, more than double the increases they asked for in 2016 and 2017. And I'm sorry, it was not anthem. I'll get the name for you. Connecticut. They're asking for a 34% increase there. And so far, those are the four states, Tennessee, Maryland, Virginia, and Connecticut. And the lowest I could find, I believe, was 20. Yes. So that was 20. 20% was the lowest number given Oh, wait, there's one here. Uh, a second insurer that is selling in Connecticut is asking for a 15% increase, but they are also the one that was the most expensive last year. So there you have it. So we're, we're looking at another year where the health insurance costs are skyrocketing. And, and you start thinking about where does all of this end? At what point do we need to do something different? And here's the hard thing. Once you've given it to somebody, very hard to take it away. Right? And, and you see in the news, and this is, people are upset about it. I, I will tell you, you know what, I don't use the exchange. I probably need to look into it because my insurance premiums have gone through the roof. And, I, and I'm a business owner, and a lot of people out there have this insurance. We have, you know, I'll call it catastrophic insurance. i got to pay for the first ten grand, And my monthly premiums, they've gone up 100% in just the last three years. 100%. You know, and they talk about 67 cents an hour. You know, see... You know, we're, 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 we're earning more. We'd like it to be better. It's not enough. And, and, and you think about, you know, do we want people not to have insurance? Right? No, 
we'd lo- I'd love it. Wouldn't it be great? We give everybody everything. Right? We go all Bernie Sanders. Hey, well, you can have everything. Free insurance, free education, free this, free that. But somebody has to pay for it. And the problem is, is while all of this is happening, you know, it, it drags down. What we keep talking about the, the the middle class and how hard it is to be middle class anymore. And this is one of the reasons. It just doesn't work. And and quite honestly, wouldn't it be great if we could get these people to to really just tell us the truth and stop the politicking? Just come out and say, how are we going to afford it? And nobody has good answers. And, and, and ultimately, at the end of the day, the reason things are so expensive is because they have debased the currency. But nobody wants to talk about that. This, this, this is just a symptom, right? Rising prices is a, is a symptom of a debasement of the currency. I mean, how can health insurance go up 40% or 38% in one year? And you think about last year, the average increase was 25%. We've only had four states submit so far this year, and all of them are far over that number. You know, the... The Wall Street Journal had a great little chart here about the Donald Trump tax plans. And it says, Trump's tax plan is a mystery for the middle class. And remember, I've been telling you for the last couple of weeks, any tax cut goes to the wealthy. Period. Because they're the only ones paying. But here's what the Wall Street Journal did, and this is part of the problem that people don't understand. A person, a family, earning $56,000, okay? Think about you got the you got a, a, a married couple with two kids, $56,000. By the way, only less than 30% of people out there make more than 56,000, okay? Current law, you made 56,000. You got $12,700 in deduction, standard deduction, but that's the average. Personal exemption, $16,200 left them with a taxable income of $27,100. Basic taxes left them with a bill of $3,132. Less the child tax credits, get $1,000 a kid. Their total tax bill was $1,132. So when you think about, you know, think about all your neighbors. Think about every apartment. Think about every house. And you think, okay, well, if that that if that household made fifty six thousand and they had two kids, 
they paid essentially $1,100 in taxes. Now, that doesn't count the payroll tax, and we keep talking about that, the payroll tax and what a big number that is. But if you, you look at it, 56000 they paid $1,132 out of $56,000. That's about 2%. That's about 2% after all of the deduction. Under the Trump tax plans, when they, they give two examples. His original example, which he wanted, remember he said, I want to get rid of all the exemptions, right? I'm going to close all the loopholes. So you got 56000 in in salary. He wanted to essentially almost double the standard deduction. So your deductions went from twelve seven to twenty four thousand. You get no personal exemption. Your taxable income actually went up to thirty two thousand. Your tax bill based on a tax right now. But by the way, and I, I guess I got to go back to the first one. The first one at fifty-six thousand, you're in the fifteen percent marginal tax rate. Under the Trump plan, remember he's going to go to three tax rates. You're down to the ten percent rate. You'll end up paying twelve hundred dollars, or about sixty-eight dollars more. We'll finish with the last example next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. One of the biggest political issues in America today is Obama's plan to give illegal amnesty to 5 million South Americans. Obama is already admitting tens of thousands of aliens from South America and trying to justify this by repeating the line that we are a nation of immigrants. The problem is that the immigrants coming into our country today are not the same sort as the immigrants who contributed so much to building our great country. The immigrants who came to America in the 1920s and 30s were different, with very different motives. Today, May 11th, is the birthday of one of our most famous immigrants. Born the son of a rabbi, he emigrated with his family from Russia to New York. Falling in love with America, he served as a sergeant during World War I. After taking up a career in music, he wrote some of the most all-time popular songs, such as White Christmas and especially God Bless America. He gave the royalties from those two songs to the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. His name was Irving Berlin. In 1945, President Harry Truman awarded him the Army's Medal of Merit. In 1955, he received the Congressional Gold Medal from President Eisenhower. And in 1977, he received the Freedom Medal from President Ford. Irving Berlin's devotion to America was so eloquently expressed in the song that all Americans frequently sing today, God Bless America, Land That I Love, Stand Beside Her and Guide Her Through the Night with the Light from Above. 
from the mountains to the prairies to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. It's quite true that America was built by hardworking people from all over the world who sought a place of freedom where they could realize their dream. But today's immigrants don't have the same motivation, the same love for America, the same desire to be part of the American culture and dream. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the cost of illegal immigration? It burdens our schools, hospitals, and social services. It opens the door to criminals, terrorists, and voter fraud. And it's unfair to those who came here legally. At PSEagles.com, we want to hear your thoughts on illegal immigration. Join the blog at PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards, use words. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. We're talking about tax. And I just want to remind everybody, in case you don't know this, okay, because there's different taxes at work, right? The payroll tax, that's your FICA, right? Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, right? That's. 33% 33% of all federal receipts. Then you have the taxes that the president is talking about. Currently, 44%, this number actually went up this year. They just have the, the Brookings Institute just came out with this number. 44% of tax filers paid no federal income tax in 2016. The reason why the Wall Street Journal took married two kids 56,000 was that was really the first level where you started paying. Individuals making under 25,000 single parents making under 37.5 married couples making under 50,000 would pay no federal income tax at all the president proposed expanding what experts call the zero tax bracket a central way that makes uh, in the U.S. You know, they call it a progressive tax, right? It hurts the poor, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Under the plan, 63% of Americans would pay no income tax. Want to let that number sink in for a minute. They're talking about the greatest jobs market we've seen in 20 years, right? I mean, it's not my job, Mark, and that's just what they're trying to tell. I mean, the unemployment rate is 4.4%. I mean, they're at the point where they don't know what to do. So good. Yet nobody can make any money. Now you're talking about a country where it's up to 63% wouldn't pay any federal income tax. But here's the thing. I just showed you today, you're making 56000 
you're only paying 1100 bucks. And I say only. Not, I don't want to make that sound like an insignificant amount. But you're only paying $1,100. The Donald Trump plan, when you take away the exemptions, you double the standard deductions, the Wall Street Journal comes up with, hey, you'd pay $68 more, you pay 1200 bucks, But that wasn't what Trump proposed. So I don't even know why they put that in there. <laughs> because that's not what he proposed. What he proposed, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. If you leave all the exemptions in, they'd get a refund. The best case scenario. Donald Trump gets the standard deduction, he doubles it. Gets the tax rate down to 10%, and he leaves all the personal exemptions, you would get a refund of $542. So according to the information in the Wall Street Journal today from the Brookings Institute, the best case scenario for a family making 56000 would be $1,674. In other words, they paid eleven thirty-two. They'd get a refund of five forty-two, and And then you, you kind of see where, okay, if we get to 60000 at $60,000, and probably I would, and maybe it's 58000 but somewhere right there, 63% of the country would pay no federal income tax. And at what, I mean, at what point does this all break down? Right? You start thinking about well, health care premiums are going up. 25, 35, 45, 55% every single year. Who's going to pay for it? And at the and the realities are everybody knows 56,000 you are not it's 56,000 and you got two kids. Life's tough. I mean, you probably think about you go could you imagine going to like a, a, just a new car lot? And looking at how many cars in the lot are more than what you make a year, <laughs> right? You're making fifty six thousand, and you're like, "Oh, that car is sixty thousand. That one's seventy thousand, right? This four door Malibu's forty eight thousand." I mean, these are the things that, when you really start looking at it, make no sense. So when we start in, into the the tax debate, when we start into the health care debate, we really need to start with, first, let's explain the facts to everybody. Right? When you start thinking about already today, last year's 2016 taxes, 44% of the tax filers paid no federal income tax. Now, they still paid payroll tax. Right? That That's hasn't changed. But when you think about the payroll tax piece, look at what that's supposed to pay for. 
right? The payroll tax is supposed to pay for Social Security and Medicare. They're broke. We actually need to raise that number. And now, uh, at least according to the Brookings Institute, the Trump tax plan would increase the amount of people that don't pay federal income tax to 63%. And let's face it, the ones that... The, the, the people, that 20%, you know, from 44 to 63, that 19%, they weren't paying a lot. Right? They're paying, you know, this in this example, they're paying $1,100 if you're making 56000 So you go from $1,100 to zero. I mean, that's not a lot. And then you start wondering about, how is all of this really going to work? And then and you start just doing simple math in your head, and you're like, man, this math doesn't work very well. We're going to talk about the budget deficit next. We just got the April numbers just came out last night. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. It's Customer Thursday. Uh, Dr. Teahart was in. He, he was uh, writing me a check, and, and he stopped in the studio, and, and I said, come on in. He's in here. Say hello, Doc. Good morning to you all. How are you today? Well, I'm doing well, and uh, just want to encourage you people to get with it while you still can, because... I don't think most of the people have an idea of what's coming. I really think that uh, the sleepy uh, attitude and the news kind of puts people to sleep. And they don't really hear in between the lines. They hear the lines. That's all they hear, right? And and all by design, really, when you think about it. They love to put us all to sleep. They want you to get angry about the you know the fbi guy or or angry about health care or angry about taxes but they don't actually tell you what's really happening about those things well that's kind of the smoke right screen, right huh? be angry <laughs> but just be angry and uninformed right don't let them know what's going on <laughs> that's right. boy i'll tell you what it's, it's a mixed up world but i believe that uh we have an end to it coming someday but in the meantime Preparation is probably one of the most important things we can do. It, it always is, right? When you think about all of the, the major things that people have to do, right? Life insurance, health insurance, car insurance, right? The word insurance is very, very prevalent in everything that you do. And it's no different than when you talk about your wealth. With, with, with gold and silver, it's insurance. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And and let's face it, the vast majority of the time, the, the thing about the insurance is you hope you never have to use it. Right. They've always said that gold is the money of kings. Right. Silver is the money of princes. And debt is the money of paupers. Well, boy, well said. I'm going to have to borrow that. Uh, but, but when you think about, and we're talking about money, we're talking about debt. And, and you sit there, and you, when you actually understand the facts of our tax base, and you find out how re- we're already at pretty much half the people don't pay any. No. And the other thing that we're not looking at is the debt load that the people have right now. 
is coming to a place where it's not going to be paid. We understand that the debt in the United States is not going to be paid. So something has to change somewhere along the line. We look at a stock market that's way uh, up there, and yet, in reality, if you measure that against debt, there is no value. That's exactly right. Okay. And then, but that's that's a concept they don't want you to to understand because really, what Wall Street Wall Street is a it's a debt market. That's what it is. You're essentially giving money to for these people to be they're borrowing your money. Exactly. I mean that that's exactly what it's all about. And, and you start and it's everywhere. And it's so funny because you talk about debts and, and it's unaffordable and it's unpayable. And now we're seeing you know even after when these people lost homes. Well, what happens about the cars? You well, now it's the cars, right? So now what do you do? Yeah. Right? Well, most of these people, they already lost their home. Now they're losing their car. <laughs> right. Well, they don't have any place to go to work, right. so what's the, they don't need a car. Yeah. Oh, right. And, and I, guess, I guess, well, that's what Uber and Lyft are for now, right? You can, you can, you can lose your car now right. because you can just take an Uber to get to work and back. Well, the parents will be doing that. The kids will be in the basement. Well, there you go. You know what? Okay. Funny you brought that up. Right on cue, Wall Street Journal today talking about college graduates. Now, this is near and dear to my heart. I coached high school basketball for almost 20 years. And the very last of my kids are now graduating from college. And... They have told me the story, and, they, and I told it a bunch of times. It's a story of thirds. A third of them went to college, got their degree, and went to work in the field that they went to school for. A third of them went to college, got their degree, got a job not related to the field they were wanting to go into, and at substantially less money than they were hoping to make. And then the other third didn't get anything, right? Some of them graduated, some of them didn't. They're working at a retail, uh, a, a bartender, a waiter, or a waitress. But here's the, the, the part that's the, the worst, is the USA Today said a third of all college graduates now are going to move home with mom and dad. I believe that number is going to rise shortly. Well, and, and it's been rising, but now they're saying right now a third of them, and really I guess the number is now 40% of all millennials ages 20 to 26 that have graduated from college. Now, if you think about all the ones that didn't, right? these are the ones that did, are going back home to live with their parents, and the number one reason given is the amount of debt that they've amassed. Exactly. Well, the parents have invested into the kids' education, and some of these instances, they've gone in debt to do it. Now the kids in debt. You know, uh, I I went lived in a college town, and it was amazing to me to see these college kids come in with their credit cards, and they would be we'd be at a nice restaurant, they'd be in that restaurant eating great meals, two or three drinks, and they're going to school. Right. I don't, I don't remember. And, 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 right, right. It didn't be there. It didn't used to be that way. But now when you can get the student loan to pay for it all, or, or it's like you said, or, or what, mom and dad are right. Mom and dad are, are paying, paying the bill. But, you know, you start thinking about all of the things that, that have really led to 
the the slowdown of gross domestic product, uh, the people's inability to to afford things that used to be, uh, hey, I made it here in America, right? Talking about the house, talking about the card. The biggest issue is the debt. The debt, but it's because they believe they deserve something without requiring something from them. There you go. Pedro Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Pedro Radio News Hour. Double J and the doctor, Dr. T. Hart's in the house. Uh, thanks for popping in. You are welcome. So let me ask you this. What do you know about health care? Well, i just uh, been doing some research on uh, vaccinated and non-vaccinated children. This is kind of an issue that's been coming up now because Trump has brought this up uh, uh, with, uh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, the idea of uh, the testing that just came back out, it said that the significant difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated children is this, 6.6 times higher risk of infection for the vaccinated side. No difference in the communicable disease spread other than smallpox and pertussis, and that there's a 460% increase in autism in vaccinated children than in unvaccinated children. So there's some such remarkable things that are coming out now because some independent people are beginning to do some of the research. Uh, When you have to fight against the the pharmacies, when you have to fight against the drug companies themselves, uh, sometimes you're not given all of the good information. Right, that the, the data's slanted. It's slightly slanted. And, you know, that's part of the thing I was reading in the uh, New England Journal of Medicine that they were talking about the research that goes on in, in the whole realm, how much slanting that actually does occur in that. But understand that the times that we live in, the stress that people are under, the nutritional disproportionate amount of nutrients that are in the foods because of GMOs and all of the other things. I can hardly wait to see the IAs and the robotics coming in because uh, probably the robotics don't have to eat. Right, right, right. So when the rest of us are dead... The robotics will be taking over the world and, and making it work. We, we'll, we'll be cyborgs, right? There you go. Uh, wow. Fascinating. But, you know, what? it's the same. You know, and, and you do, you know, we, we, whether it's in the, the medical field, whether it's about global warming, whether it's about finance, whether it's about debt, it's always slanted. And, and, and you sit there and you try to find the truth when, uh, through it all, and that, that, you know, the funny part is the truth, more times than not, somehow makes you a certified nut job. Well, that's part of the whole system of something called Hegelian dialectic. Hegelian dialectic is where you come up with a thesis, you come up with an antithesis, meaning that you have an idea and then you have an opposing idea. So what they do is they blend the ideas and you come up with something called synthesis. And if you look at everything that's going on in the government and in the world today, that's exactly how the people are being programmed. They're being programmed by bringing in the 
positive side, the negative side, and now we come up with a new side is what you're being told is correct. And it, it was something that was started by a, a man by, by the name of Hegelian, and uh, if you're interested in looking it up, you'll see everything that's going on in the news today is related to that particular concept. Wow. What an interesting thing that, and time that we live in right now. Dr. Tihart, thank you so much. I already learned a whole bunch in just a few minutes. That's why you tune in. Tune in. You never know what you're going to hear. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. Make sure you take the time. Put away some insurance. 800-951-0592. Dr. Tihart, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.